News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. After winning assurances from President Biden that the U.S. stands with his country and winning more arms from the U.S., Ukrainian President Zelensky went north. Zelensky will address the Canadian Parliament Friday. It comes a day after he met with President Biden and members of Congress delivering an upbeat message on the war's progress. But he did not address a joint session. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy explaining. We just didn't have time. He's already given a joint session. McCarthy is dealing with a hard right flank in the Republican Party, some of whom have been raising questions about ongoing U.S. aid to Ukraine. The Speaker says Zelensky addressed that directly and honestly. I think Zelensky has been making some changes that have been requested. He has a new defense minister. Zelensky's visit to Canada is his first since Russia invaded Ukraine in February last year. Ben Thomas, Washington. The charter bus was taking Long Island, New York high schoolers to a Pennsylvania band camp when something went terribly wrong yesterday afternoon along Interstate 84 in Orange County, New York. And it was like, this can't be real. And then, like, I just heard everyone screaming. That 15-year-old jarred awake when the bus careened off the highway, plunging down an embankment. Two adults were killed. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says a front tire failure may have played a role in the deadly accident that also critically injured five of the 44 passengers. An East Coast storm expected to deliver tropical weather conditions to coastal North Carolina today before moving north. The National Hurricane Center forecasting storm surges of three to five feet in parts of North Carolina, along with localized rainfall of up to seven inches in some spots. On Wall Street, ahead of this morning's opening bell, the Dow futures 40 points higher. NASDAQ futures up 93 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Relief, thank the pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Hi, Rhett Rasmussen of besthotgrill.com. Step up your grilling game with our Solaire Portable Infrared Grills. Our compact Everywhere is a favorite of RVers and trailer pullers. Solaire Infrared provides the quick sear for bar marks and texture needed to properly finish sous vide. Use a portable alongside your larger conventional grill to create an instant sear zone and more juicy and flavorful food. Learn more at besthotgrill.com. Affordable, powerful, portable infrared grills at besthotgrill.com. Russia claims Ukraine carried out a missile strike on the main headquarters of its Black Sea fleet, leaving one service member missing. Images on social media show large plumes of smoke over the building in Sevastopol Harbor in Russian-controlled Crimea. The Russian-installed governor isn't offering any details, saying only that emergency services have been called to the scene. He's warning residents that another attack is possible, urging the locals to avoid the city center. A Chinese dissident known for posting pictures on social media commemorating the 1989 Tiananmen Square crackdown says he has fled to Taiwan and he's pleading for help seeking asylum in the U.S. or Canada. In a video posted on X, Chen Zimin says he is in the transit area of a Taiwanese airport. It's unclear how he was able to travel to Taiwan, the self-governing island that China claims as its own. News and analysis, townhall.com.
The feds say they've nabbed a prolific spy. The Justice Department says a government contractor is accused of providing a foreign country classified information that he downloaded and printed from his work computer system. Abraham Teklu Lima, who was originally from Ethiopia, had a top-secret security clearance and access to classified information through contracting positions with the Departments of State and Justice. He is accused of using an encrypted messaging application to transmit maps, photographs, and satellite imagery to the foreign government. Court papers do not identify the country is accused of spying for, but the documents do refer to travel back and forth over the past year and a half to a country where he has family ties. Norman Hall, Washington. Following the lead of other similar services, Amazon Prime Video will start showing ads during shows and movies early next year, saying customers can pay $2.99 a month to avoid the ads. More on these stories at townhall.com. I've got it. Well, here we go, folks. Well, welcome, everybody, to Inside Middle Tennessee. You know, there's a reason everybody likes the fall. And, man, the weather is outstanding. It's outstanding to be in. It's outstanding to play football time in Tennessee. In fact, it's great. And I'll see whether you are something going on. And we did. Keep going. Oh, he says that we're on. He's checking everything. He, he's checking everything. Folks, we're in a brand new studio. There's been a, um, a uh, renovation. Thank renovation. you. I couldn't think of the word. I was thinking rehab. But you well, know, for some is, of us, it could be a rehab. And it's also considered a rehab. Rehab and renovation. Some people need rehab in here. Yeah. Uh, of, no, the, of the studio. <laughs> of the studio. Of the studio. And so it, it's a lot nicer, but there are a few technical bugs. We've got brand new equipment. New things that have to be used, and we will be up to speed with all of it. Uh, <laughs> really went to go feed the hamsters to get them turning the generator. Yeah, 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 they're all they're all on the wheel. So anyway, well, as today, I'm Jim Ross. We've got T. Willie or Terry Wilcox on the board. Thank goodness, and I know that he's he's uh, he's hard at work right now. We're really putting him through the paces. Representative Scott Sapicki, Coach James Dickinson, good boy, and Sarah Elizabeth. I'm back. Yeah. And also, we have a very special guest who is, who is always known to us. He comes in. Uh, we have something, and he's got something. We've got the good Reverend Jeff Kane. Good morning. Good to be here. Yeah. And he's got a little something to, uh, to promote that's going to be going on, I think, uh, is tomorrow night. Week from tonight. Week from tonight. Yes. So I'm going to hand it over to you. Tell us what's All going right. on. All right, roll out the barrel. We'll have a barrel of fun. <laughs> dun. Can I sing T. Willie? Do we have dun, any polka music? Dun, 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 dun. Where's the music for D. Willie? <laughs> Join us for Oktoberfest, fourth annual down at Riverwalk. And we're going to celebrate fall and autumn. That starts tomorrow, as well as raise funds for Room in the Inn. And we appreciate all the support from the community. Sarah Elizabeth is going to hold a stein. If you hold a stein for a certain amount of time, you can win a prize. And then Jim's going to throw a cake or roll a cake. And then Coach here will do some other games and bring his wiener dog. So bring your wiener dogs. Win prizes and have fun. We have several craft brewers from the local community. Food trucks, boxer rocks, all goes to the room in the admission. And our dream, hopefully come true by Christmas, is Grace House which we're finishing up on Maple Ash. It was gifted to us by a generous benefactor, and they'll offer four private rooms for families and children 
they'll have privacy, showers and, and other amenities to get their lives back on track and transition. So next Friday night, six o'clock to 10, Riverwalk. All right, six to 10, at River, I always tell people, we gotta slow down when we do this. Six to right. 10 and price? $40 if you wanna drink craft beer. And we'll get you all you want. Get right. you all you want. And then $10 will get you all you want of food and walking around at, at Wiener Race, throwing the kegs, holding the steins, and all that good thing. So come on down. So 50 bucks, you can get drunk and full. <laughs> <laughs> well, coach, <laughs> yeah. All for a good cause. Yes, all yes. for a good cause. Roll out the barrel. So come on down and join us at Riverwalk Park. Next Friday night, we're going to be in the 70 degrees, it looks like, on the weather yeah, map. Should be. Beautiful yeah. autumn night. And support Room in the Inn. We're the only facility in all of Murray County to service families and children who are facing domestic violence, escaping evictions, living on the streets. And we provide now currently 16 children. And we have after-school programs, tutoring, support, helping them get their lives back on track, get independence with jobs and employment. Hopefully the dream come true for all of us, our own place. If somebody wants to uh, donate to rooms at the end, tell us a little bit about how they can get in contact with somebody for that. Or that kind of we call Reverend Kane at my cell phone, 303-916-9688, or go on our webpage, roominthendcolumbia.co. There's a page in there to uh, donate. Cool. Or come by the best church in Murray County, Westminster Presbyterian, 2800. <laughs> right, Sarah? Right. Right. And right. We'll, we're out there with our tin cups, and I'll, and the dog will dance for you as well. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you have any doubt that Reverend Kane, he is able. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Very hey, Reverend, have you ever been to the real Oktoberfest in Germany? I have not, Coach. I need to Coach go. has. Coach has. I had an opportunity to go to three in a row. How'd you survive? Well, the U.S. Army took care of me. <laughs> <laughs> now, they do a whole week or two weeks, don't they? It's a whole month. A whole month. Yeah. Month, we only month. do one night. Yeah. One it, night. It's, wow. it's, 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 a, it's a festive event. It's a, the happiest people in the world that month, and it's, it's, it's fun. I'll tell you what, I had a blast over there. Did you polka? We did polka. We did a lot of stuff. Okay. And uh, I'll never forget it. it. It was a festive activity. Was it in Munich? It was in Munich. Yeah. We went to Munich right. for it and spent Good. the weekend. So we have a vision of that right here in Columbia next Friday night. Coach, come on down after you win the championship for Whitthorn. <laughs> that's Middle right. School. That's right. Coach of the year. Great event. I'll tell you what. Michigan we're State could for. use you these days for a new coach. Promote you. Yeah, they are looking for a new <laughs> one right now. Bless yeah. their hearts. Come on down. <laughs> Everybody apply. Yep. Everybody. All right, folks. So next, anyway. fr next Friday, it'll be, it'll be a great event. We'll, well, it'll be first Friday, too. That's right. That's right. And so I take it you will be here next week. If I bring the dog, can I come back? Yes. All right. And yeah, in fact, come to think of it, you do have your dog with you. I do. Jameson, yes. where is he? He's sleeping. Every time I start talking, he sleeps. You know, that's not, well, that's not too bad. <laughs> you, <laughs> hey, hey, you are a preacher after all. <laughs> oh! oh! <laughs> <laughs> Ding! <laughs> tell us about Jameson. Tell me, how old is Jameson? Tell him tell how you got him. Tell us about the dog. Yes. The boy, the dog. He's the guy with the dog. My wife and I decided after raising four children, we needed something to do. He's sleeping, Jim, right? I'm no, I was looking for the sports. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Canine Companions of California, uh, Charles Schultz and his wife decided to start a foundation in 1975 
to help people have a companion. And they were dog lovers, as you know, from Snoopy. So they decided that black labs, yellow labs, and golden retrievers, in their opinion, were the best to provide companionship. So they began to research, and they now breed dogs across, uh, in Santa Rosa, ship them out at eight weeks, nine weeks, to people like my wife and I, puppy raisers. Mm-hmm. And so we receive them at the airport. We then have the eight, first 18 months of their lives to potty train them in 40 commands to prepare them to be a service animal, to be a companion. And 40 commands is no small feat. No, it's from potty training, no growling, appropriate behavior around cats or dogs or people or uh, situations with noise to, like he's right at my feet sleeping, he should be doing arresting and not wandering around, inappropriate jumps and things, so in activities. So then at, at 18 months, we take the dog down to Orlando, Florida, which is our regional training site. And for Jameson, that'll be November 3rd. My wife and I will cry. We'll turn the leash in and say <laughs> very, goodbye. Uh, very honest answer. Right? Yes, yeah. Dog we'll lovers will understand, <laughs> understand that. And then they'll have six months of intensive training. They'll be assessed physically and emotionally and with um, assessments of their gates, their bone structures, their aptitude. Uh, one training, as I mentioned, they'll put them in a gymnasium with like 40 ferrets. <laughs> and they are to see, measure their calmness. Will they stay at command and at your side? Uh, other issues would be kennel uh, posture. Do they stay on the side? Do they command well? And so eventually then, if that all works, there's a whole other line of people that line up to take to receive these dogs. I was going to say, tell us about the end game and who, who gets them and for what reasons. If you'd like one, Jim, or somebody you know, they would just apply to caninecompanions.org. It's for independence. The theme is to help people independent. So people will submit resumes, applications, descriptions of why they need a companion. Everything from a stroke victim to a PTSD veteran. Special needs. Special needs child, someone that's been traumatized by a divorce or an eviction or domestic abuse. Um, a, A range of ages and situations. Perhaps you've had an accident and you're disabled. You can't open your car door or your washer dryer or turn off the lights. These mm-hmm. dogs will be trained to do those kinds of skills mm-hmm. so that you have independence. And so it ranges from children to adults and uh, every kind of condition. Vision and hearing is not part of this program. It's mm-hmm. mainly companionship. So they're selected, then they're matched, and they walk away with a $38,000 dog Wow, free. A friend for life. Wow. Charles Schultz's foundation provides annual checkups, training, follow-up, and the like. But they get they get a game changer. They get life. Yeah. And then you go to that ceremony and you really cry. You see people that. <laughs> I was going to say, you told us off air that it was tough to let them go. But it, but the end game, yeah. it will. will uh, yeah. It's so rewarding. It's good, yeah. It's so rewarding. Works. I mean, some of our dogs have been with children. Some went to the Dallas Fire and rescue squad they were first responders wow and then afterwards debriefing with the officers who've been through traumatic situations the dog i mean you can see jameson right now he's just calm right here and to help in whatever situation so that's what we do we have a ball and we, columbia's been so wonderful to raise our dogs and um, some have even like sarah we've uh, had honors the rotarian of the year and murray hospital volunteer i don't get any awards but the dog <laughs> It's all kinds of medals and plaques. What about that, well, T. Willis? Must, you must not be behaving. <laughs> I need training. Jeff, it reminds me of, of what actors will say. They say never, never sign up for a picture 
where a child or an animal is in it. <laughs> exactly. It says, because you will get second billing. I never heard that. That's why I'm called the man with the dog. Yeah, everybody. Where's Jeff Kane? <laughs> the man with the dog. You know? <laughs> or where's the dog, right, Jim? That's yes. right. That's right. right. Well, can I come back next Friday with yes. the dog? We'll see. we'll see you next Friday for sure. All right. Buy your tickets. Get ready for Oktoberfest. Standing room only. Yeah. All right, folks. I think we got some high school football going on a little bit. A little bit. Uh, that's coming on. We uh, do, we do, we do. It is uh, another football week. Weather is going to be outstanding across Tennessee. So once again, uh, get a hold of your best girl, your friend. Go out there and enjoy a wonderful evening supporting these 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 kids out there playing. Um, uh, two out of the four at home this week. Uh, Columbia mm-hmm. well, uh, Columbia Central will travel to Tullahoma. Mm-hmm. Uh, a traditional matchup right there that has gone back to the days of Abraham Lincoln, I believe. How it's, it, uh, it's been a long time. Tullahoma has always been a big rivalry, right, Coach? And, big, and, big rivalry. It's, it's always been a fun game. For and how are they this year? Do you they, know? They're good football team this year. Yeah. yeah, so it'll be a tough matchup for them. Should be a real good matchup. Columbia Academy will host Ezel Harding. Uh, Columbia Academy won last week in an upset over Donaldson Christian. And now they look to convincingly even, too, convincingly, by the way, and then look to even their record at three and three this year. Uh, Spring Hill will be at home against Lawrence County. I think uh, didn't Columbia Central play Lawrence County recently? They did. last week. They, they did. Beat them thirty-one to nothing. So hopefully this is this is um, unprecedented times. But Spring Hill could could find themselves at three and three with a victory with three victories in a row. Well, good for them. So good for Spring Hill. And then the, the game of the week, I believe, is Mount Pleasant. No, I'm sorry. It's uh, the Spring Hill game. The Spring Hill game, I'm sorry. And then Mount Pleasant will travel to Lewis uh, County to maintain their undefeated season. We'll see how that goes for them. But, like, uh, I'm sorry, Spring Hill will be hosting Lawrence County tonight. T. T Willie, what time's the radio? Uh, 5.30 will be the uh, uh, pregame, and then uh, 7 o'clock, of course, is kickoff. If we can get everybody to win today, like we did last week, then Murray County's four football teams all will be above 500. Yeah. Or or or, bet, or at least 500. That's great. So, you what, know. what do we know about Lewis County, Coach? Anything? Lewis County got one loss. They got beat last week. This is going to be a big game for, for Mount, Mount Pleasant. Pleasant uh, both of them are good. And, and Lewis County traditionally is going to be a, a, a tough football team. Oh, yeah. So, it, it'll be a very good matchup for Mount Pleasant. This is, if, you, hey, if you're going to win big, you're going to have to beat the good teams. So, this will be really a very tough matchup for them. Uh, in college football, uh, well, I think we got one thing else we got to mention because it's going to be a big middle school game oh, yeah, next, next week, Coach. Coach and do you want to talk about what what all you did this past week and what you got coming up? Yeah, this week we we will travel way down the road to Columbia Academy, <laughs> <laughs> three minutes from Withorn. Uh, on uh, a beautiful field, by the way. It is. It's beautiful. It's always fun to play Columbia Academy. Uh, you know, I coached Columbia Academy for many years. I got a lot of love for that community Co- over there. Coach, there's nobody you haven't coached. Yeah, <laughs> they are. <laughs> and, uh, of course, Mount Pleasant plays Battle Creek. That's a big game. Uh, they're both with one loss apiece. And this is middle school level. Middle school level. And then E.A. Cox will play Spring Hill Tuesday night as well. And so when that, when that concludes Tuesday night – it's called playoffs. The number one seed will host the number four seed, and the number uh, two seed will host the number three seed, and that will be the following week, the playoffs, first-round playoffs. Okay. And then the following uh, Thursday after that, there will be a championship again, second year in a row, county championship. Whoever wins two games will play for the, all the marbles that Thursday night. Will they play at Lindsey Nelson Stadium? If this is the higher seed, yes, it will. Okay. The higher seed gets to host. 
That's good. Mm-hmm. And you've had a great season this year so far. You've had yeah, a tough had, game, we, too. We had a, a super good season. Uh, we're undefeated. We're the only team in the county that's undefeated right now. And so, uh, like I said, we, we play a tough little C-18 Tuesday night. And if we conclude that, we'll finish the regular season as the county champion in the regular season. But then we'll play for the playoffs. Good. That'd be great. Well, I tell you what, folks, we're kind of up against the break. I tell you what, we'll be back in just a few minutes with Inside Middle Tennessee. Attention, Middle Tennessee. Ready to unlock the secret to faster, easier weight loss? Introducing the revolutionary weight loss injection that's changing lives. Now with the Dr. Gill Center. Shedding those extra pounds has never been simpler. It's quick, it's effective, and it's here to help you. Imagine stepping into a slimmer, healthier you. Our experienced team is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring you achieve your weight loss goal. The Dr. Gill Center is looking for 10 people who have more than 15 pounds to lose in the next 30 days. Call 615-882-4838 today and start your journey to a new you. Save-A-Lot Foods serving Columbia since 1994 is celebrating their grand reopening at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard with amazing deals and you can even register for prizes. Open from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. seven days a week. Check out our weekly flyers for great deals on your favorite products. Save-A-Lot stores are 100% employee-owned and operated and proud to be local. Save-A-Lot Food Stores. Shop the dot. Save-A-Lot. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. There are so many problems in the world right now that we can't do anything about. But the hunger crisis in southern Middle Tennessee is not one of them. You can join the Well Outreach Food Pantry in responding to help feed our neighbors in need. Kids, moms, and dads, and grandparents with nothing to eat. For just $30, you can provide a week of groceries to feed a local family in need. Give hope to the hungry right now. Thewelloutreach.org thewelloutreach.org All right, folks, we're back with Inside Middle Tennessee <laughs> with all our nice technical difficulties <laughs> that we've had. We'll get it's a it comedy we'll get of it. errors. We'll get it ironed out. That's all right. Yeah, like I said, we'll hey, we get ironed out. You know, know between Coach Mike Lyle and, and Terry Wilcox, you know, the, this is the brain trust in here. Yes, okay. yes. And they'll, they'll get it done. And, hey, by the way, we need to mention one thing. We hope your mother is listening, and we hope her rehab is going well. Yes, so she had a shoulder replacement. She'll probably get me for telling that. But she is recovering at home. Um, she's had the best nurses in the world. Uh, and she had a great treatment at Murray Regional. So. Well, she just has to get her shoulder in good enough shape to be able to smack Eddie. Yes, that's, that's a, the goal. <laughs> that is the goal. Um, but uh, she cannot drive, so she is at the mercy of uh, Eddie Hickman's chauffeur service. Well, w- we need Sheila back in here. Yes. So yes, hopefully so. in about Maybe a week or two. Maybe next Friday we can get her. Okay. Now, where is Sheila? I forgot. Mama had shoulder surgery. That's right. I so, but she's doing, she's doing good, and she's trying to keep us all in line from the recliner. So that's, that's hilarious. I can see it right now. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, T. Willie is doing some kind of. Uh oh. I'm not. I'm not reading you. 
commercials. Let's play the commercials. Oh, oh we're going to play the commercials. So we are going to play the commercials. <laughs> well, folks, we got to pay bills around here. And so it is necessary for us to have a few messages. We'll be right back again with Inside Middle Tennessee. Let's face it, the world is constantly changing and it is now more important than ever to take care of those who you trust with your business every day. Large and even international competition has made it increasingly difficult to keep your best talent. With Caledonian Financial's local business plan to help, you can give your employees a business package that is competitive and effective for everyone. I'm Thomas Sneed with Caledonian Financial here in downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Three, two, one. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwenGroup. Or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group. Land is your legacy. Here we go. This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Inside Middle Tennessee on Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM. All right, folks, that was a recording of Sarah Elizabeth. We have the real Sarah Elizabeth in here. (laughs) Sometimes I don't think I sound like that, but I guess I do. You sound exactly like that. You do. (laughs) Sorry. I know. know. Hey, hey, me too. First time. You know, and then that's odd. Every, when everybody uh, hears their own voice on a recording, they mm-hmm. go, God, I don't sound like that. That's like showing somebody their driver's license say, I really don't. That's not a good picture of me. Oh, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it, yes. is, it is what it is. It is what it is. And I remember at, I went to MTSU for Mass Comm, and um, I started out in broadcast media journalism, and I had a college professor say that I needed to lose my accent and all that and i said well then i don't need to do broadcast media journalism so ended up in public relations and here i am sitting on a radio you can take with a history degree too folks you can take the girl off carter's creek but you can't can't no. take carter's creek out of the girl no not at all not at all that's all right we don't care no so our history moment did y'all know there was a castle here once in town yes it was a gothic style uh castle with tur- a turreted front a massive arch porch surrounded by windows, a lofty octagonal towers and buttresses terminating terminating into airy spires. And you can see the ghost of that too if you go look at a certain post office in Columbia, right? Yes. You know? <laughs> I do wish they would bring a castle back. The White Castle. The White Castle. <laughs> hey, hey, Scott's sons would like the White Castle. Uh, no. I, I put Scott out of business. Um, but anyway, it's set on this little hillside that the Columbia Plaza sits on today. And if you go to the Columbia Post Office, that's where that building was. Mm-hmm. Um, that lot was approximately four acres um, and it was a girl's school. Um, it was a very a, famous, girl a famous school. girl school. So, um, the Columbia female Institute was an Episcopal girl school that was chartered in 1834 and construction started in 1835 on the hillside. And that was considered way out. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, like, where the courthouse is and, and yes. go up there to Columbia Plaza, that's considered way, way out. Way out. So um, the school was a dream of Bishop James Odie and the Bishop of Louisiana, Leonidas Polk. Um, and there were only about, when they established this girls' school, there were only about eight communicants of the Episcopal Church in Columbia. Okay. Or so. 
Um, and the school received strong support from churches all over the country. And then, um, if anybody has ever studied American history, they know there there was a financial crisis in 1837 that de- de- briefly delayed the opening of the school. Wow. So, um, in 1838, the school opened in January of that year, um, and it was quoted as a very handsome and commodious building. Wow. Well, you know, I'm thinking about it. This is 20, this is about 20 years before the, 20, 22, 23 years before the Civil War. Mm-hmm. A commode. Yeah. Commodious. <laughs> <laughs> I know, T. Willie. Get your vocabulary you workshop You know, out. folks, T. Willie just cannot help himself. He cannot. Time. I can't. I you know, can't. where's the rim shot? Uh, we don't have, we have the bail, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the school started, and then um, a Reverend Franklin Gillette Smith, who is also known for the Columbia Anthonym, actually came to be the first rector, the director of um, of the Female Institute. But there was a scandal um, and uh, he resigned, and then he went next door to the Anthonym and opened his own school there. So, I mean, that's another story for another wow. day. Um, in 1862, federal troops occupied Columbia for the first time uh, during the American Civil War, and General J.S. Negley took over the building and established a hospital there. Okay. Um, by the end of the war, um, the school had been greatly mutilated and the equipment was entirely destroyed. Yeah. So, around 1866, the Reverend George Beckett. So, you're you're hearing names here. Mm-hmm. Beckett Street. Beckett Street. Fort Negley. Fort mm-hmm. Negley. So, you're hearing names. So oh, yeah. That, yeah. I think that's kind of cool because yeah, you're like, association. Well, why is there a Beckett Street? Well, oh, Reverend here you go. Beckett. Um, so Reverend Beckett assumed the duties as head of the school, um, and he was also the rector at St. Peter's and he was at the school 27 years and he rose it from its ruins. Um, and he often said when he was traveling from New York to Texas, he could spend every night of his journey at the home of one of his old pupils. Yeah. Families from all over. So all over the United States States sent their children here. Their girls here yeah. to school. Um, they learned everything at school from geology to zoology, physics, history, Latin, Greek, music, theater. It was a very classical It education. was a classical education. So, um, and they wanted the girls to be equal to their husbands to help them mm-hmm. um, manage their businesses or, or whatever. Their, whatever. Um, so that was really cool, and it was so famous that Mark Twain mentioned it in his book Life on the Mississippi. Yeah. Um, and I took a a women's history class at MTSU when I was working on my history degree, and in the textbook it mentions the girls' schools in Columbia. Yeah, cool. So that is pretty cool. Um. All kinds of other people but helped with the school. This is just the early history. It stayed in existence to 1932. Okay. It was closed, and the city of Columbia actually brought, bought the property at the time. And when was the... For educational purposes. And in ni- on March the 3rd, 1959, the Institute caught fire. 
So it sat vacant basically for about 20 some odd years. Well, they used it. Um, I'm doing some research on the, on the Institute and just following, you know, I like to dig up uh, things about Murray County history and everything. So um, just digging through things. They used it. The Columbia Business College was there at one time. And then one of my dad's friends actually went to nursery school there. Huh. So, um, so that was pretty cool to find that. Know but, a little bit about what it was used for. Yes, a little bit. And I'm still digging. Um, and then um, today we have a few remnants of that campus still exi- in existence today. The season statues in the Polk Gardens. There's some statues in the Polk Gardens. They oh. came from the Institute. A gazebo um, is at Mercer Hall here in town. Tell everybody where Mercer Hall is. Mercer Hall is on out Trotwood to the left across from... It, it sits up in some trees, so you gotcha. can't very see it very well. Um, but it... Um, it is near where King's Daughter's School is out that way. Gotcha. And then paintings and brasses are at St. Peter's Episcopal Church. And then, I mean, and I haven't verified this, but at the time when I'm looking at research from 1974, um, there is a rock wall that is the south wall at Greenwood Cemetery out here on 31. Yep. So... Um, so there's still remnants of that, but it was pretty cool to just dig up some, just a little bit of history on the female institute because girls from all over came to school here. And they said when that thing burned that you could see it forever. My parents remember it. I mean, my yeah. mom, let's see, mom would have been a young girl, a young girl, and and daddy was young. He was about eight. Yeah. So um, they remember it. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. It is a very big deal. And that was one of the famous Murray fires in the city of Columbia as well. So. And also, you know, that was a mainstay of our history. Yes. It was a biggie. But can you imagine, I, I was sitting there looking through pictures the other day. Can you imagine if we had some of these structures that were once in existence? We're still around. We're still around. I know. Well, you know, fire was a big deal back then. Yes, fire was even, you know... A lot of things caught fire. Yeah, yeah. for Frankenstein hated it. <laughs> T. Willie. There you go. You know, with that, I think we're going to have to take a break on that one, T. Willie. I'll tell you what, I hope we got our commercials straightened out this time. Tell you what, folks, be with us in a few minutes. We'll be right back with Inside Middle Tennessee. We always get the question, what is Caledonia? That's easy. We're a full financial services firm. Who is Caledonia? Well, that's a little more interesting. Monty has an economics background. Daisy and Perry come from the banking world. Gay is an accountant. And Thomas has science and business degrees. Blair was a small business owner. Finally, I'm Becky Price, and I have a background in education. Together, we make up Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, I'm Columbia Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Columbia Main Street are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, or enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food 
KidZone, and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. You'll have to see it to believe it. Whoever said that must have been talking about Talladega. NASCAR Playoffs Weekend at Talladega, September 30th through October 1st. Get your tickets now at talladegasuperspeedway.com. There are so many problems in the world right now that we can't do anything about. But the hunger crisis in southern Middle Tennessee is not one of them. You can join the Well Outreach Food Pantry in responding to help feed our neighbors in need. Kids, moms, and dads, and grandparents with nothing to eat. For just $30, you can provide a week of groceries to feed a local family in need. Give hope to the hungry right now. Thewelloutreach.org. Thewelloutreach.org. Here we go. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. You're listening to the best in news, talk, sports, and music on WKOM 101.7 FM in Columbia, Tennessee. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Back, and I'm the real Jim Ross, not a recording. (laughs) And we are back on an absolutely wonderful foot. 
football Friday afternoon. Is there any football going on? Any college football going there on? There is. There's some very big top 25 matchups this week. A good meat of the schedule, finally. We're starting to get into those those matchups that we all expect. Uh, Mississippi will take on Alabama. Coaches at it, Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. At Tuscaloosa. Mm-hmm. Fit, number 15 ranked Alabama will take on 13th. Number 15th ranked Mississippi will take on 13th ranked Alabama. 2.30 kickoff. Number 22, UCLA, will travel to Utah to take on Utes. Very big football game there for, for those implications. Number 14, Oregon State, believe it or not, taking on number 21, Washington <coughs> State. So that's, that'll be a very interesting football game. Number 24, Iowa, will travel to Penn State and take on number 7, Penn State. And then the two big games that everybody will be watching in the country, number 19, Colorado, will travel to Oregon. Colorado uh, surviving a scare from rival Colorado State. Unranked Colorado State, oh, too, by very, the way. Very good football game. Excellent football game. Uh, and then the the big one that everybody will be watching will be number six, Ohio State, travels to number nine, Notre Dame, and, and they're going to uh, play a, a early season matchup to determine uh, who's a pretender and who's a contender. Yeah. So it's going to be very interesting football. Other games around in the uh, SEC, Kentucky will travel to Vanderbilt. Texas A&M <coughs> will host Auburn. Uh, Florida State will travel to Clemson. Alabama, we talked about with Ole Miss. Oregon will take on Colorado like we spoke about. Tennessee will host University of Texas, San San Antonio. Antonio. Uh, LSU and Arkansas will square off. Florida and Charlotte. Georgia and UAB, that is our coach from Lipscomb, uh, Trent Mm -hmm. Dilfer from UAB. And then um, Missouri Missouri and Memphis will play. Memphis is undefeated. Sure is. Uh, And – Honestly, Memphis is hosting Missouri. They might beat. The, they might beat them. Be a great game. It'd be a real good football game. And then the South Carolina, Mississippi State, and like we said, the big one is going to be the Ohio State Notre Dame football game, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, the star cornerback slash wide receiver is it Travis Hunter? Hunter Travis Colorado? Hunter for Colorado. Uh, he does have a lacerated spleen. Wow! So he will really? be out. I think he's out four weeks. Was it coach? Two to four weeks. They Two said. to four weeks. So mm-hmm. he will miss some time. Uh, so we will see how they they uh, move forward, but that will be a true test of where Colorado is when they f- square off against uh, Oregon. Did, did he, he get the spleen that last ready spleen in a practice? Or no, he in the game, late in the game. He did get in the game. He got it in a hit, and it was a vicious hit. Late, late in the game. Did the uh, quarterback uh, have some controversy as well with the eye poke? Yeah, he uh, he, he he got uh, uh, he got sacked or or, mm. or put on his back, and when he got up, he took offense to it. And you saw him reach through the face mask of the Colorado State player and try to poke uh, the players in the eye. So uh, yeah, I thought he got there was an issue. He would, maybe held out for a half or something. Maybe yeah. not. I thought thought I read that yesterday. So we, we'll see what happens yeah. with that. But I mean, they still have to go and play USC. They have to play UCLA and they have to play the, uh, Utah. Utah and yeah. Utah is a tough football team. Yes, tough as football. Florida, as Florida, yep. yeah, as Florida. So, uh, lots of going on. The Titans will take on the Browns. Uh, we'll see how that goes for them. Uh, and just really not a lot of good NFL football being played right no. now. No. I mean, it's really watered down. It is. Low and scoring. Quarterbacks aren't playing very well. It's just, it's not, it's not what the league's hoped for when they put all the, the penalties in against defense, uh, staying off the quarterback, not being able to even breathe or look at the wide receivers when they're running patterns. You know, just just made it very difficult for for defenses to play, and offenses are not doing much right now. 
No, they're not. So it's very interesting football. Um, <coughs> uh, good news is Columbia Academy uh, at two and three has found some favor in Nashville. Uh, they did bump up to number nine in the um, small small the town Tennessee rankings. Tennessee rankings, yeah. Tennessee and small small school rankings. Mount Pleasant sits at number five. Yeah. In the small school rankings, there is a huge game uh, t- tonight. Uh, Friendship Christian, who's ranked number three, will travel to Middle Tennessee Christian, who's ranked number four. Both teams undefeated. Wow. And probably probably you'll see one of those teams in, in, possibly in the state championship. Yeah. So um, that's that's a big matchup for us at Columbia Academy because we did lose to both those teams. We lost to Middle Tennessee Christian in triple overtime, and we lost to Friendship Christian up twenty-one to six late in the third quarter. So a um, lot of good football being played around here. It's going to be a fantastic night. It'll be probably sweater weather. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, that sun weather. goes down. It, it's going to be a little chilly tonight. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure the hot chocolate will, will, will be brewing and the hot dogs and hamburgers will be out there. And all that money goes to these schools. So please, if you can, get out there and support them. Uh, and, uh, and you know, there's no first Fridays tonight. There's nothing like that going on. Mm-hmm. Get out and support these high schools. And let's let's pack the stands for these home games and show everybody that Murray County supports our high schools. And then if you get a chance, get out to see the middle school players because I can tell you this. The purity of the game disappears the higher up you go. <laughs> it sure does. I'll tell you what, Scott. And it used to it used to be restricted to the to the professional ranks, and unfortunately now it's infiltrated its way into the college ranks where money is starting to dictate where players are going to play. And some of these high school academy things, they're getting it's getting down into the high yeah. schoolers. Yeah, it's it's oh. it's unfortunate. Uh, you know, we've talked about this as members of the general assembly that we may have to step in and do something with this uh, name, image, and likeness money because it's really starting. Now colleges are asking – normally you ask boosters for money for the program, right? New weights, new jerseys, stuff like that, right? Now they're asking them for donations to NIL so that they can pay players to come to their university. So, yeah. uh, you don't think the – would the NCAA have any power in that area? They do, but the state legislators are the ones that have to allow the universities to do it. Gotcha. And we, we voted a couple of years ago, and I, I abstained because I've got two college foot, two potential college football players. So I, I had a, a conflict on it. But the general assemblies of each state have to give the states the permission to pay those players. Gotcha. So, so because all the money coming in is basically donated to the university. So we have to authorize the universities to use that money to pay players. And the General Assembly in Tennessee, we voted for that. But as you can see right now, uh, just listen to the broadcast. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll say, uh, Jim Ross, the wide receiver from Alabama who transferred from Oklahoma, who started his career at North Carolina, <laughs> right? It's just these kids are bouncing all over the, st- all over the country mm-hmm. just looking for the next pay- payday. And so it's and and it's you know you talk to Alabama right coach mm-hmm. it's it's hard to keep it's hard enough to keep a five star athlete at Alabama sitting on the bench for two years waiting his turn. I can remember about four or five years ago before NIL that Alabama one year had like three five star quarterbacks transfer out. Well, yeah, and you so know? and so now you're going to have to pay them to wait, and you got to worry about someone else paying them more to leave. Well, let me ask you a question, Scott. No, I did not make that money when I was playing. <laughs> okay, but let me ask you a question. Do you have your you savings get, account? <laughs> well, you 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 as a college coach have to tell these kids that so many people, if you get one 
big Division one school offer, all of them's going to offer pretty much. You get that kid, and, and uh, they they are told by these recruiters that we could foresee you coming to University of Alabama and playing immediately. And when they get there, there's a 80-man roster of four and five stars, and sometimes it don't work out that you'll get the field immediately. And they get disgusted, and they say, well, you know, you promised me I'd get to play immediately. I'm here my second year, and I ain't hit the field yet. So they hit the transfer portal, but when the, when the when when the university offers these these five star players, four star players, three star players, we're gonna give you a full scholarship. I sit in Coach Saban's office and listen to the pitch a couple times. We're gonna offer you. We want you. We're gonna sign you. If you'll sign with us immediately, you're gonna get a full scholarship. Do you realize that kid comes to the University of Alabama and gets that full scholarship tuition, all the pops and everything like that? They're not taxed on none of that. You know, food. Food. Yeah, they're not taxed on any of that. That's a that's a gift. That's money give to give to these students to come to get an education and play football for university. These they where where do, where are they going to cross the line with that one day with all this extra nil money and the free scholarship? That's the thing that everybody's having a conversation is you know this nil money. Are we taxing it? It's got to be it's taxed. Revenue. Yeah. Right. It is it is somebody earning revenue. And are these kids filing income tax returns? Exactly what what I what I talked right? to you about last year. I mean, this is this is this is stuff that the general assembly we're going to have to weigh back in on to start to put some parameters on this because when I went to college, the 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 reward was 4 years at the University of Wisconsin paid for everything. Yeah. Everything and as as a college student, Sarah Elizabeth, you know, yes, it's expensive. It's expensive, and and when you're an out of state, like at Wisconsin right now, out of state tuition fees and everything is forty one thousand dollars a year. Wow! That mm. now, what shifted was the universities petitioned, and when I went to college, when they offered me that scholarship, it was for four years guaranteed as long as I was academically eligible. Period. End of story. Whether I played one down or not, mm-hmm. that was the investment and the commitment that the university made to me. Now they're one-year contracts. So if you're not performing up to the level that they think you are, they can yank your scholarship. So you've taken not only the loyalty of the player away, you've taken the loyalty of the university away and the commitment to each other. And now it's the Wild West. And now you've introduced millions of dollars of money for these best athletes. There was, I was watching some recruiting thing, and there was basically it wasn't a college kid deciding which university was a better fit for him between Ohio State, Alabama, and Michigan, right? It was, and he bragged about it, who was going to give me the best NIL money? It wasn't, I feel like I want to go to Michigan or I want to go to Alabama because I like the university, I like the atmosphere, and I want to get my degree from there. Mm-hmm. It was, who's going to pay me the most? Yeah. And here's the problem. Got the handout. Once you pay him, he can hit the transfer portal next year and do the same thing over again. Same thing over again. And you watch some of these players, when, when, they're, when you're listening to these football games, transfer from. You're going to hear that all broadcast long. Transfer from. Yeah. Now we're well, hearing it now. You're not going to. now. If you're bettering, I mean, if you're if you're going from, and I'm not picking on UT Martin here. I'm not. But if you're a football player at UT Martin, and you can transfer and get to play at 
Power uh, five. At Michigan or some of that. Yeah. More power to you, right? But we got to put some parameters and limitations in here of how many times you can do it. Like I get it. Like Coach said, you get promised something at Alabama, it doesn't come through. Or you get promised something and the coach leaves. Well, that's not what you signed up for, right? That's a different scenario. Mm-hmm. I, I, I understand giving you a one-time transfer, right? Yeah. But after that... That decision's on you. I thought the NCAA put a, some restrictions already on the transfer portal as far as when it's open and how many they, times you they can do, do it. They do have a uh, guideline by it now that came out last year, but it's so much gray area. I've read yeah. it over it. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's easy outs. Easy yeah. outs and easy ins. Yeah. So there are a couple things I want to talk about real quick, if you don't mind. The uh, Highway 31 project, if you've been driving on Highway 31, they have it skinned. Now, you're talking about down to outside of Columbia. Yes, I'm sorry. South on Highway 31 from basically where the old skating rink is all the way south of the Giles County line. They have it all ground down. They are working the shoulders right now, scraping and leveling the shoulders to make them a little bit wider for everybody. And then they'll probably start paving right after that. So I would say pretty good progress. Yeah, about another week, maybe week, week and a half. And hopefully the project will be wrapped up. So about two and a half, three weeks about what what they told us. But you know that highway... It has very little shoulders on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's a very yeah. dangerous. It is dangerous. It is. A lot of curves. A lot of curves. Uh, we did have the uh, charter school appeal process last night. Um, you know, Thank you to everybody who showed up. It was very civil. Uh, nobody really threw any barbs at each other. They just stated their case for it. The charter commission will go back, and they'll consider that plus the application. And then I think it's October 4th. Uh, they will let us know if Murray County is going to get a charter school or not. Um and who would that be left up to now? Uh, the state now. Okay, the state. So, I mean, so it's, out of, it's hands, out of our county's hands. It's out of county's hands. So state says we've got to have one. We're going to get it. That's correct. Okay, and it'll be based off the application, and does it meet the criteria set forth by the state of what you have to do to qualify to be a charter school? Um, and then also, just let everybody know, we're experiencing the economy is catching up with Tennessee right now. Uh, in April, May, and June of our end of our fiscal year. Our revenues were down uh, $320 million to close out the year, which we were short, $320 million. Yep. Uh, in the first two months of July and August, uh, we were already $70 million short in sales tax revenue. On top of that, we had the sales tax holiday that started August, September, October, right? Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a double whammy for the state. It costs us about $70 million a month in lack of revenue, but we've also agreed to make the counties whole. So now we're spending another $70 million on top of it, sending the money back to the counties so they don't miss the sales tax. Mm-hmm. So now we're going to cost ourselves another $140 million for the, for those three months. But didn't we have an excessive amount in reserve? No. It, I thought it, we did. No, we did, but we bled it off at the end of the year because okay. our revenues fall, fell so much. So um, this could be a very interesting year coming up because, remember, all of the federal stimulus money is now burning through the system. Now we're back to normal revenue numbers, and with the cost of everything being what it is, Tennesseans are spending less. And so we're going to be careful next year in the General Assembly. Look for some, I wouldn't say budget cuts, but just look for some, some different types of budget outcomes. Folks, we got the music starting, but I think T. Willie's got some programming notes that he wants to run by. Obviously, we've talked about the high school football tonight uh, on uh, 103.7, starting at 7 o'clock, Columbia Central. We're traveling to Tullahoma, and the game of the week is at Spring Hill. 
Airtime is 5.30 on 101.7. Alabama on 101.7 tomorrow. The pregame starts at 11 a.m. And the Tennessee Vols, uh, their pregame starts at 1 o'clock on 103. Uh, Atlanta Braves baseball winding down but another week in the season. We'll have them on Sunday at uh, first pitch around 1. Uh, the Titans at Cleveland at 11. And the NASCAR Cup race from Texas uh, will start right after the Titans game. T. Willie, you can hear the Columbia Central Lions tonight on 103.7 kickoff 7 o'clock in Tullahoma. It's uh, Mm -hmm. Lee Maddox and Lewis Maddox on the call. So that's a big game tonight, big region game. That is correct. Good good deal, folks. I tell you what, it's been a great show. It's great weather. Go out and support your high school football tonight. Y'all have a great weekend, and I'll promise you one thing. We'll be back next Friday with Inside Middle Tennessee.